0: Hi everyone and welcome to Pod with a Purpose, the podcast show designed to share key stories and information from across our group of specialist businesses. I'm your host Jamie Lloyd-Jones, so let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Pod with a Purpose, where I'm joined by Charlotte Parr, Director, and Jodie Phillips-Turner, Operations Director, both from Portfolio. To kickstart us off, can you guys introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what your role entails?
1: Um, thank you, Jamie, and thank you for having us here today, most importantly. Um, hello everyone, it's Charlotte here. I'm one of the directors predominantly looking at new business for our Portfolio brand offering.
2: Amazing. Hi everyone, I'm Jodie Phillips-Turner and I head up the business support team for London and I'm an operator director for Portfolio, managing the sort of projects um, for London as well and ensuring they all run smoothly.
0: Thank you. It's great to have you both here today. So the purpose of this episode is to explore the more behind Proudly Delivering More and Portfolio. So can you explain to me a little bit about what that means? What does Delivering More mean to both of you? course um, i think for us proudly delivering more not just us
1: you see it through each and every single one of our operation team all the way through our cleaning operative colleagues the more is about over and above it's cultural alignment with the clients is that integration it's that commitment Um, and that's when it's funny talking about portfolio because when i say it out loud it's not that i don't think that we've got some amazing cleaning contracts across the whole of the uk that absolutely go over and above with our clients but the more is the time we invest into all of those added value elements with our clients be that tech communication, the investment into the wellness programs with our teams and really kind of just on a daily basis going above and beyond and we've got some fantastic examples of that out in our business.
2: yeah, I agree and I also think that the sort of proud element of that as well is it's encompassing everything we do in portfolio. I think you know we, we are proud to to deliver our service we're proud of our people we're proud of our entire service delivery. Um, so I think pushing that message across is
0: it really empowers everything we do. Mm, that's really interesting. And yeah, that helps, I think, put it into context a little bit more. My next question is, how is it different to Churchill Cleaning?
1: My portfolio is a high specification cleaning offering for Churchill Group. It's not for every client. When we receive bids, when we get to know clients, when we work on that um, building relationships and rapport with future prospects, we identify at that stage whether they are essentially a portfolio client and it is clients that want that brand enhancing high spec cleaning offering so and that tends to be clients that will also invest more in the technology element that you put into those buildings in the ratio of cleaning operatives to space and the management needed as well to see that through and also investing more even into the everyday things like um, uniforms that work with the brands on site or that are spec'd by the cleaners that we have a much more collaborative approach to uniform and obviously leading with that sustainability edge but also with our training so we use polo and tweed which is a high-end hospitality-led training um, the same teams that would uh, train butlers and concierge within a hotel environment we give that level of training to our cleaning operatives as well and also soft skills training so it's about life enhancement as an employer of choice it's about all those soft skills as well so listening conflict and resolution um, how to have those difficult conversations which we all know no one finds easy but really just by our training platform enriching the lives of our teams but obviously all of that needs extra investment. And that's why it's so important to pick the correct customer.
2: I agree. And I think um, Charlotte and I were speaking earlier today, and I mean, we speak about it quite often, um, about obviously portfolio and then and, and what it does. And and we, we sort of agree that portfolio is, is usually, it's, it's a feeling. You, you walk into a building, and you, you can absolutely feel it. You can feel, you know, our, our people there. You can feel the management there. Um, Charlotte was saying earlier, actually, that, you know, you, you can walk into any sort of portfolio site. You don't even need to give them the heads up that we're turning up and the service would just be incredible
1: and exactly what we aim to deliver. We had a great example of that yesterday. Actually, I took a potential new client that's going out to tender next year, an amazing bank in London. We saw their facilities, and then I said to them, "Well, would you like to see one of our contracts?" And Carolina, who's one of our account managers, I dropped her a Teams message. She opened her doors um, and took us to BCG. Like fabulous building, really amazing. You know the places where they are creating workspaces that you want to spend time, and that's the difference as well. But I don't have to say anything. By the way, from the minute we walk through the door, because Carolina, as the account manager, that's her home. That's her building to her. She does all the rest of it. So a brand new potential client, she walked them through. She showed them how prison works in the building. She talked through how she invests in her team there's your difference you know those teams are so heavily invested in the contracts that they look after and actually she (laughs) i could have paid her but we hadn't at this point um (laughs) we could have paid her of how great she was about the support she gets as well from the management structure which makes a difference because for any of us to feel empowered we need to feel like we've got the support that we can push boundaries because we feel safe to do so and that's the portfolio feeling
2: I just want to go back to what you said as well, Charlotte, about the uniform and getting our people to right at the start of a contract to get them to sort of help to um, either design the uniform or to go through different fabrics of what they feel more comfortable in. That really does give them that sort of, that that empowers them to sort of be the best version of themselves and to know that they are hugely sort of part of us now. And sort of the training as well, I've witnessed it firsthand to see how much confidence that builds up in our people. Just the the, the customer service element, you know, just being able to say, hello to people as they come past or direct them to where I don't know the nearest train station is having that sort of training and being able to to do that
0: is it helps to build confidence in them really does empower them Mm, that sounds incredible and you've touched a couple of times there on technology and how you know portfolio clients are probably more willing to invest what does that look like in terms of your offering
1: the implementation of Prism, so hygiene swabbing within all our buildings to map bacteria scores and then use that data to allocate our resource. So that works it's a great story to tell in a marketplace that is still juggling with what flexibility looks like. So we are seeing I'm in London for example which is predominantly where portfolio sits as an offering um is heaving again absolutely heaving but Mondays and Fridays are definitely quieter. So our offering within that particular geographical area has had to evolve with the people and that means using technology like that in a way that understanding where the bacteria sits on the differences between a Monday and a Thursday and overlaying that with footfall so then understand actually the flexibility of our service needs to change we can't just clean a building it actually may be that a certain bank of um Fifth suites or meeting rooms or breakout areas need to be done more frequently on particular days and actually less frequently on others for us to really make sure that our cleaning model fits our clients and also most recently um, with M&G we've been able to collaborate not only with our client who is CBRE but the end user who is M&G to say okay what about what information do you have they use a technology system called SpyCar that measures not only footfall but air quality through the building we're now saying, well, actually, if we overlay the times we clean in these areas, what does that look like in terms of are we improving the cleanliness of that building together if you get a spike of increased air quality in those environments where we are using different products, different processes, different timings? So it for me, it's that technology element that enhances what we do, but When we put these sort of systems in place, we lead always with what will our cleaning operatives think about these systems when they're using it. All of them need to enhance what they do. They need to be a tool for them to be better at their roles or feel like they're more valued within our business. Speaking with the
0: kind of people element there, then we've touched on, you know, empowering colleagues and employees of portfolio. How does the company culture sort of impact what they do? Company culture is everything. You cannot ask
1: Carolina to, for example, to treat that building as their own home without the culture of making her feel cared for and that resonates through that whole management team and it's easy for me to say because I almost sit outside that operational piece as such but the management team in portfolio that they've created not only a team that work really well together so there's that strength in that ownership together but then escalate that to their team. I think you're absolutely right Charlotte and I think that Look, you, you can pay people to
2: come in and clean a building, you can pay them to come in and, and sort of meet your room out. You can't pay them to be embedded in that culture with us. And I think that is absolutely what they they need to be in, included in and as I mentioned before, empowered. I'll use that word continuously because it is absolutely what we do. Um so in, ensuring they are empowered to be in inside that culture and to be the best version of themselves. Um there's so many sort of different training, upskilling. There are amazing people in our cleaning team, like absolutely amazing, who have completely different backgrounds and here and stories you know i heard one story from a lady um who transferred over she in spain she used to be sort of a teacher so now we've got her included in some of our training schedules because you know let's utilize her she's obviously got that skill set she's, she's absolutely brilliant and she can relate to our staff as well it really does um it you know it really shows who these people are and we want to get to know them
1: We're trying to push boundaries, actually, funnily enough. Like, I know that the Modus team absolutely love it when they get a phone call from us because we're like, well, actually, how else can we, like, utilise Modus to connect our teams? Or how can we get people to speak more frequently through the the amazing systems that we've already got within our business? So obviously, some of the technology referred to before sits within that. So why would we not be using that? And we've used it really as a client-facing portal for that as well. So most recently, one of the larger contracts that we mobilised, We've built a whole modus platform for them, showcasing everything from all of our audits, like we usually would. But all our ESG data, our carbon impact reporting, our plastic reductions. And that's really important as well. Just making sure that and we bring it back to it. But why wouldn't we? But doing the right thing by our clients and our teams.
0: You mentioned there about ESG initiatives. Can you tell me a little bit more about what you guys are focusing on at Portfolio?
2: yeah i mean i mean we could once again we could go on forever about our esg initiatives and it, it, to be fair we've done a lot sort of recently um and i mean over the last sort of year or so as well but I, over the last couple of months and last month solely alone we've um we actually had a workshop for science of male mental health Um so we had someone external come in and sort of speak to us and and give us a lot of sort of knowledge and understanding about male mental health um you know there's there's lots of sort of different signs lots of different things that make up what um, can cause bad mental health in sort of um, men and in, in men and you know it's it's the statistics are huge for sort of suicide in, in men so that's why we felt like it was an important cause for us and we actually did the workshop at uh, one of our client sites we invited one of our portfolio client sites we invited um, a couple of our portfolio clients along and they did they did get um, involved they were part of it they were asking questions which is exactly the partnership that we want to work with them on Um, just yesterday as well we uh, met up with um, a lady from Wesley which is a school that supports uh, children with sort of special needs anything from the age of four to 24 Um, and what they do is um, the government actually support with a internship for these individuals so for a year they'll sort of pay for an internship and then after that we will hopefully obviously have a role for them afterwards so we're looking at where we can sort of put them into some of our portfolio sites and there's some absolutely great good news stories from it um and it's definitely something that we want to work with them on so um in September we do have a day where we're going to do um sort of an intern day and we get to meet some of these lovely people and look at where they're best placed um, and hopefully get some great roles for them so in the next couple of months hopefully we'll have some really good stories of um, embedding them into our business and really getting them sort of started and then hopefully having a role for them at the end of it because that is the
0: ultimate goal. That sounds incredible obviously we've had some really big news recently as a group of specialist businesses around the Employee Ownership Trust what your thoughts and feelings around that?
2: We've had some absolute great feedback uh, from our clients, from our people. Um, you know, everyone, the, the way it was communicated in the business was was amazing anyway. And everyone was, everyone clearly understood sort of what it was. Um, and they got the message absolutely right. And I think that it's just, it really has, I'll go back to the word empower. Um, it really has empowered our, our people to know that, you know, we own it, right? We, we really do. And our clients really understand that this is who we are as portfolio I think,
1: for me, knowing that when we're talking about um, really, really understanding your business, why would you want to? I cannot wait for Financial Freedom Day as well, to, because yeah. as we said, we would lead with our cleaning operatives. So to be able to deliver that exciting news that, fingers crossed, that the... Um, business development team continue to do what they do best and that we continue to be an ever-evolving successful business and then to be able to share that with our cleaning operatives financially as well is amazing I mean who wouldn't want to yeah like who wouldn't want to be able to enhance their lives know that they can give a little extra to their family and also, every all the best businesses I know, it's because there's an empowered workforce. And for me, the outright overrider is that the EOT will empower each and every one of us to go a little bit further because it's yours. And in the same way you would for your family and your friends, it's building and bonding people together
0: to know that we're going that little bit further for each other. And I think that's really important, isn't it? And obviously, we all want to get to Financial Freedom Day. That would be amazing. But like you've alluded to there, it's about the journey as well and the process of getting there. I love to kind of finish an episode looking forward and, you know, bright and fluffy. What's the focus? Where are we going? What's next?
1: The relaunch of the brand offering to really define proudly delivering more to the marketplace. We've got a new website going live, new social channels that will really live and breathe that positive disruption within those as well. So make sure we're challenging marketplaces, status quo, continue that really exciting journey with our clients of that retention, investing more in their businesses, making sure we see um, growth together. But for me, the most important thing is that social piece that we continue to care and look after our teams and make impacts on their lives that will stay with them long after any of us are even here. And for me, that's always, when we lead with portfolio and that delivery more, that's what it's like for me. It's the legacy that we'll all leave long after I'm retired.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think we're going to continue to not stand still. We're going to continue to push our boundaries. We're going to continue to build people up. And um, yeah, just continue pushing um, really in the marketplace.
0: Love it. Thank you so much. I think that's the perfect place to end this episode. I really appreciate you both joining me and I definitely feel like we've explored that proudly delivering more and what more means. So thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Thanks for listening to Pod with a Purpose. If you've got any questions about any of the topics we've discussed today, please don't hesitate to reach out.